Hey guys, welcome back and thanks for joining me. The voices you just heard were Pele's. If you didn't hear them, it's because I eventually got a copyright claim and had to remove them. This isn't a true crime episode, but a really interesting story, and I wish my son were here to tell it with me as he was a big fan. This is the sad story of the frontman who went by the nickname Dead. He died in 1991 at the age of 22. He wasn't on this earth for very long and only had live recordings, no studio albums with the band, but he left an indelible mark on black metal. My sources are listed in the description area. This is the story of Pele Olin. Now, I know from the last time I did one of these when I told you about the final years of Lane Staley, these diehard fans will come out of the woodwork and scream in the comments that I'm incorrect. His favorite food was pancakes, not fucking waffles. How dare you post misinformation? So I'll start by saying that I like Mayhem and I consider myself a fan of the band. I get my information from sources found online that I thought to be credible, plus my own knowledge throughout the years. Anytime I do one of these, I feel like I have to read off my credentials. Don't think for one second that I'm intentionally sharing misinformation about your favorite artist. I was incredibly naive when I covered Lane's case. I even had a listener with the username Lane's Wife 420 or some shit. And she crucified me for mentioning a book that was written about him, even though I mentioned the family denounced the book. Anyway, I'll do my best with this one. My son today would be the same age as Dead was when he passed away, and you guys know I'm super sensitive to that kind of thing. Mayhem isn't my favorite band, but I have them in my music collection, and I do listen occasionally. I have read about the black mu metal music scene in the 80s in books, and I've done a lot of research throughout the years. I have never seen Mayhem live, but my son and my husband saw them between 2013 and 2019 quite a few times and enjoyed themselves at every show. If you're looking for the story of Euronymous and Varg and all the burning down of the churches, this isn't it. This is solely about dead and not to glamorize his struggles, but to give us a glimpse into his life and death. Per Ingve Olin, also known as Pele, was born in Sweden in, on January 16th, 1969, to a loving family. His parents are Anita and Lars. He has a brother named Anders and a sister named Anna. His parents divorced, and he kind of bounced around schools during this time. Growing up, he was bullied a lot. There was one incident when he was only 10 years old, and he was beat up so badly that it ruptured his spleen. Although some claim this was from an ice skating accident, it's believed that he told his father he fell on the ice. He almost died and the doctors resuscitated him. He also suffered with sleep apnea and would sometimes stop breathing in his sleep. 
This period is where his obsession with death began and what started his stage name, Dead. You'll hear, you'll hear me refer to him as Pele and also as Dead throughout the episode. In 1986, Dead founded the Swedish metal band Morbid. He was only 17 years old. The band did really take off, though, and only recorded a demo called December Moon. So he contacted the members of Mayhem, who are in Norway, since he knew they were looking for a frontman. Mayhem is a black metal band that was founded in 1984 by the guitarist Euronymous. We could talk about Euronymous' story all day. He was eventually murdered by Varg Vikernes, who started his own band, Burzum. His story is absolutely batshit crazy. The bassist of Mayhem is Necrobutcher, and the drummer is Hellhammer. Ne- Necrobutcher and Hellhammer are still in the band today in 2022. Necrobutcher said that Dead mailed them a cassette tape of his vocals along with a letter, and there was also a dead crucified mouse in the package. I think this gift was to let them know he was for real about this life. Dead would move to Norway from Sweden in 1988 and became the vocalist for Mayhem. He never returned to Sweden again. Dead Euronymous and the rest of the band lived in a house in the countryside. This was a house of parties and drinking and whatever else. They donned corpse paint and wore black leather jackets and played brutally dark music together. Euronymous was like the business side of things. He's in charge of getting demos out and booking shows. He was the band leader, because I don't know a better word for it. They struggled through this time, and the band was known to eat spaghetti noodles with ketchup, and they were stealing food. There's a bu- there are a bunch of young guys just trying to make a living by playing shows. Even being in Norway, life is going to be hard. The band members all say Dead was a strange individual who was quiet and kind, but different. They describe him as being almost otherworldly. He was known to hate technology and found comfort in the forest, even telling his friend Nick, spending time in the woods. Have you then felt how your mind can turn back to be more primitive? Looking back now, people believe he was just extremely mentally ill and not getting the proper help he needed. I've read a lot believe he suffered from a condition called Cotard syndrome. It's the belief that you are really dead and you're just wandering through the world as a corpse. If you think about it, Dead loved the stench of death. He would bury his clothes in the ground for days before a show. He wanted the scent of death and to feel like a real corpse. He was also known to collect roadkill and keep them under his bed and put dead birds in paper bags where he would inhale the fumes before taking the stage. He was also known to run outside with a gun or a spear if he sensed a cat were outside. Dead told people how he felt like he was dead already. His name is fucking dead. How many more clues could he have given us? He wore corpse paint, but not because he wanted to look cool or be like Kiss or King Diamond, but because he wanted to look dead. They had a New Year's Eve party at the house, and Dead was hanging with a member from another band, and Dead begins cutting himself very casually. But this time it was really bad, and he is bleeding more than usual. Euronymous tackled him and handcuffed him to a light pole until he calmed down. Afterwards, they had to get a police officer to come out and free him since they didn't have a key to the handcuffs. A friend by the name of Nils said, I remember once on the way home in the middle of the night, he had walked into a cemetery. He looked at all the graves and said, 
imagine if the graves had graves had these huge eject buttons, and when you pressed them, the corpses would come flying out. He would think about things like that. A friend by the name of Anders says, Pele buried himself in a coffin for three days to get death fungus under his eyes. Most of the interviews I've watched from people who knew him say none of this was an act. He was for real, even starving himself to appear more skeleton-like. He said he wasn't a human and that blood was frozen in his veins. He would self-mutilate on stage and also when they were just hanging out. He made others feel uncomfortable, especially when he gave no warning. He had no self-care and didn't shower and brush his teeth. I don't know of him to ever have a girlfriend or a partner. He wrote that his goal in life is to visit Transylvania and Moldovia and learn everything of the legends there that rarely are known of in the West. Dead has been described by those who knew him as gentle, demanding, secretive, honest, quiet, yet outspoken. Some say he was humorless, others say he was funny. I think it all has to do with who he was around at the time or if he felt comfortable around you, but it seems like Dead was a loner most of the time. Mayhem shared a letter that Dead wrote to his friend Nick back in January of 1991, and they just did this like within the last couple years. I'll read it to you just to get a glimpse into Dead's mind. Again, this is from January of 1991 to his friend Nick. Darkest regards, Nick. Sweden, this is my old home where I lived before I joined the band. Never mind that. Write to Uskad address in Norway. I'm back from the tour now. It fucked me really much, man. First, we played in East Germany three gigs, and except of that one band ripped us all of 1,000 DEM. So it wasn't much to share between the three bands at the first show. It was really cool to see DDR and play there. I like death metalers more in the east of Germany rather than the western ones. They weren't at all like the typical German thrashers with short hair dressed like scorpions. But like the Poles, more into death metal, and they look like that too. Much better than expected, and we could have had our stage show at two appearances of three, which cheered me up, really. Impaled pigheads, which we had a great meat war with the crowd, and the worst people seemed to enjoy that. I got a set of kitchen knives from a pal for the last show, which was in Leipzig, and I cut a little. I meant to save some skin and blood for the Dutch gigs. We had to go back to fucking Norway after that, getting cash from the Social Security. When we came to Norway, I fetched the mail, and the guy who showed up set up two gigs in Athens had written. The dates were changed, only put forward some dates, but we fucking misunderstood that and thought it was canceled. That really pissed me off. I didn't realize that afterwards. I just can't understand how shits we fucking D-U-M-B, dumb, we could be. However, we had a half four-song gig in Izmir, they, the cops came, and Holland got canceled of the reason that S-Fix, the band we should play with, suddenly got a German record deal, so they had to leave for that. I got a split. Right soon. Dead. Necker Butcher was asked if Dead was depressed, and he said, no, I usually picture him smiling from ear to ear. He wasn't gloomy, but he was introverted. Dead is described as polite and considerate. There was a man who was afraid of him, and Dead bought a large knife as a birthday present for him. Although pure at heart, he suffered many demons. My impression during this time is that Euronymous didn't like Dead and would antagonize him. I don't want to speak ill of a person who is no longer on this earth. Euronymous was murdered by his basis, Varg. If you're listening to this story, you probably know that already. 
But Euronymous was known to be kind of a dick. Some say he was obsessed with Dead's poor mental health and even at times encouraging him to kill himself. Euronymous was all about the black metal image and whatever he could do to get his band publicity. I said something bad about him, so now I got to follow up with something good. So I do want to stress that Euronymous was a big influence on black metal, even today. Besides, he was likely suffering with demons himself when he was here. He and Dead did not get along most times. Hellhammer said that Dead once slept in the woods because Euronymous refused to stop playing the synthesizer music because he knew it would piss him off. Dead cut himself on stage, as he mentioned to his friend Nick, and I'm not talking about some small nicks on his arm. He took knives and would slice open his arms. He would come back to the house afterwards and his already pale skin would get even worse from all the blood loss. Once he even had to run backstage to grab electrical tape to wrap up his arms since they were bleeding so bad. On April 8th, 1991, Dead was home by himself. He grabbed a knife and cut his arms worse than they've ever been cut before. And then he sliced his throat. Not wanting to wait to die, he crawled over to a shotgun, sat up, and shot himself in the head. He was 22 years old. Dead left a note that read as follows, quote, This is hard to read because you do have to remember he is only 22 years old. Excuse the blood, but I have slit my wrists and neck. It was the intention that I would die in the woods so that it would take a few days before I was possibly found. I belong in the woods and have always done so. No one will understand the reason for this anyway. To give some semblance of an explanation, I'm not human. This is just a dream and soon I will awake. It was too cold and the blood was coagulating all the time. Plus my new knife is too dull. If I don't succeed dying to the knife, I will blow all the shit out of my skull. Yet I do not know. I left all my lyrics by Let the Good Times Roll, plus the rest of the money. Whoever find it gets the fucking thing. As a last salutation, may I present Life Eternal. Do whatever you want with the fucking thing. Pele. Euronymous comes home and finds Dead has shot himself in the head with a shotgun. Now, 99.9% of folks would do the obvious thing, like call 911 or whatever the Norway equivalent of that emergency number is, or check for a pulse, or maybe cover him with a blanket. Nope. Euronymous gets in his, back in his car, and he drives to a local store and purchases a disposable camera. He comes back, rearranges some of the items around Dead, and begins taking photos. He photographed dead, and listener discretion here, you can see brains oozing out of his head. It's extremely graphic. Dead is wearing a white t-shirt that reads, I love Transylvania, and it's covered in blood. Just a really awful scene. Euronymous decided to make this photo the album cover for their next album, Dawn of the Black Hearts, which I will not be sharing here. Euronymous thought that this was the most cool thing he's ever seen. He couldn't wait to tell his bandmates how this could improve their black metal image. They were not happy with him, especially when he said that he had pieces of dead skull that he would have made into necklaces for each of them. There were other black metal musicians that he deemed worthy of having a necklace, as well as Faust, who was the drummer for Emperor. Necro Butcher was the most upset about all of this, especially Euronymous showing off the photos. Although looking back, he thinks Euronymous was just young and dumb and dealing with the shock of the suicide. 
A few were also upset about the way Euronymous treated Dead before his death, borderline bullying him and just being a dick. Two years later, Euronymous would be murdered by his bass player, Varg. Today, Mayhem is fronted by Attila, who is fucking amazing. I saw him with my son because he's also the frontman of Sun O. He's just a great frontman. Attila was in Mayhem from 1992 to 1993, and then he rejoined in 2004, and he is still the frontman today. There are some films that talk about Mayhem and definitely worth checking out. Lords of Chaos, which came out in early 2019, Before you guys crucify me for even mentioning it, I just hear me out. I need to tell you that if you're going to watch it, it's purely for entertainment purposes. Every single member of Mayhem that is alive today has denounced the film, but it is entertaining. What it did was bring out a lot of teenage girls who viewed the film and are now determined that they could have fixed him. There's also an episode of Metal Evolution by Banger Films called Extreme Metal. Sam Dunn is the creator and a metal genius. Plus, there's interviews with some black metal legends. There's also Pure Fucking Mayhem, which has interviews and members of Mayhem. And you can stream the whole documentary on YouTube. And lastly, there's Until the Light Takes Us, which is also available on Tubi. Great documentary featuring Fenris from Dark Throne. You can also see Dead in the Candlemass music video called Bewitched. Fantastic song, and Dead is in it a few times. A tormented 22-year-old soul who I hope is happier in the afterlife than when he was here on Earth. He dreamed of Transylvania and is buried in Stockholm, Sweden. If alive today, Dead would be only 53 years old. He was ranked number 48 in the greatest metal frontman of all time, which is amazing considering he never even had a studio album with Mayhem. In Dead's suicide note, he mentioned he left a gift, which was Life Eternal. Life Eternal was song lyrics that he had written. Mayhem used these lyrics on their album, and you can play the song today on any streaming service. They also play it at shows. I'll close with the lyrics. A dream of another existence, you wish to die, A dream of another world, you pray for death. To release the soul, one must die. To find peace inside, you must get eternal. I am immortal, but am I human? How beautiful life is now when my time has come. A human destiny, but nothing human inside. What will be left of me when I'm dead? There was nothing when I lived. What you found was eternal death. No one will ever miss you.